welcome back, or for the first time, to the Q&R code. This is Quinn, and it's only me. Yep, you heard that right, friends. It is just Quinny Girl today, because we had another technical difficulty, and... We recorded an episode that was fun and we were excited to release. And the audio was just simply not salvageable. So that's the situation we're in and it's fine. But I, I said, you know what? I just, I can't even stand the thought of not releasing an episode on Tuesday. And it's just, it's, I, I won't have it. So it's me. And thanks for trusting me to carry you through a solo episode today. I'm excited in a way, honestly. I think it's it's going to be fun, but obviously, who are we kidding? It's not going to be the same without Riley. It is the Q&R code, and we're better together. That's just the facts. But Let's see. Let's see what I can do. Who knows? Maybe I can throw a little sauce. Maybe. Nope. I'm off to a bad start. I cannot be speaking like that. Um, do what? Who am I? And who do I think I am? I think what we're finding out is not even I know. Um, I just thought I would set the scene for you a little bit. I'm recording and it's Christmas Eve. Guess what? This is only coming out two days later, so I feel like I can tell you what date it is and you won't think that I'm so far behind on things. Because I just, I'm honestly feeling, I feel very cozy. I feel very grateful to be here. I am up in my parents' guest bedroom, just absolutely draped and covered in linen. I was going to say delicious linen, which just sounds so much like my mom. Can't we agree? But I do love the way my mom sets up beds here because just amazing linen duvets with big, big fluffy pillows for me to lean on and multiple different textures and just that feeling of the engulfing, fluffy, warm comfort. And I do feel that I was blessed by a little bit of a Christmas miracle because though the dusting of snow may have been light, some would say minuscule or even hardly noticeable, snowflakes were falling last night. And I appreciate that. And I feel like Santa said like, you know what? Obviously, part of my job is to make it as merry and bright for all of the people on Christmas. And though he has to use a way higher percentage of his magic and his energy to create snow in the climate crisis we have going on, he did it. He made it happen. Thank you. Finally, a man doing something right. Um, anyway, what? I'm not projecting, like, anyway. Um, 
I love that man. And I love that man like nobody can. Lana Stan, you guys know it. Um, but yeah, so I'm lucky to be here. I'm, I'm happy to re-record for you guys, especially in this beautiful setting. But it does, you know, of course it feels a little frustrating that it's really just lack of financial resources that are holding Riley and I back in some ways because I love it and absolutely stand and support when podcasts mention like, we haven't missed, in our case, a Tuesday for who knows however many years and that is amazing and that is my goal too. But I'm like, yeah, it would be nice if we could afford some better equipment and software. So it does feel a little like a privilege thing. I'm like, is it hard work and dedication? 100%. That has to be there. But also, when you have tools that are really working well for you, it's always an advantage, as we know. So I'm just, I know it's a matter of when, because we are on this financial saving and wellness journey. So I know we'll get there and we'll take you guys up with us as soon as we can be doing even better. But, you know, I'm also not going to hate. I'm proud of, I'm proud of where we are and I'm just stoked we're doing it. But yeah, anyway, I knew I'm like, I am just, I'm just not going to leave my people hanging thinking, what the heck, it's Tuesday. And I'm trying to catch up with the twins again. It's just me because our other twin, Riley, she she needs to spend some time with her, the other part of our family. I consider, as you guys know, Brayden's family is part of our family. Um, and they're just doing a little... Christmas Eve fun together. Riley's actually going tubing, which if you have been tubing in the winter, that is fun. That's always something to look forward to. Like it is fun to put your snow boots on and your little outfit. And (laughs) by little outfit, I'm always wearing the most cringy snow boots with the oldest puffer jacket that probably has like feathers popping out of it and just like a beanie as low down over my ears to keep them covered um and some crunchy crusty old mittens honestly but that's fun it's fun to go down slick angled surfaces at high speeds um and i understand it's also a safety risk but that's a good time honestly and they're really Hot cocoa never hits like it does when you are walking inside from out of the snow. You know, cold, but the snow, yeah. that's That really calls for some warm cocoa to warm you right back up. So I'm happy for her. She's getting to enjoy that. And we're having our time together. I hope everyone had a lovely holiday to those who celebrate. Did you? 
I hope you had fun with friends or family. And if you were alone, I hope that was fun and I hope you romanticized it like we talked about. Did we talk about that? I'm pretty sure. Because part of growing up and becoming an adult, growing growing into yourself, getting to understand the world better, is realizing that there is inevitable heartache and sadness in life. Yeah, you're coming down from that holiday spirit real quick with this episode. Let's get real. I love romanticizing my life and I love being a happy little clam. I'm happy as a clam. I, we've talked plenty about my sunshiny disposition. I like keeping a positive attitude, but sometimes the heart swells, the heart hurts. And sometimes we are alone and I could, you might be thinking I'm kind of saying this in a joking way or sarcastic way. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on figuring out my tone to, to flip between the sarcasm and being more serious and actually holding space for people because, I mean, we don't need to get into the deep dark depths of how hard times can get for people, but obviously it is a privilege to be happy and joyful and to celebrate things like holidays and especially to make it merry in the way you picture with gift giving and friends and family in a beautiful home with decorations and merriness. Like that is a privilege and I'm so lucky to be surrounded by the people I am. That doesn't mean all is good all the time over here, but I am truly lucky I have always a place to stay and a roof over my head and I'm able to joyfully celebrate the holidays. But I have, you know, my own heartbreak and loneliness in different points of life. And it's not to say I've never felt lonely on a holiday. I certainly have. Even as we know, even if you're with people, you can still feel lonely. But... Yeah, I have been reflecting on the fact that there just is inevitable sadness and disappointment and aching of the heart in life. And I wouldn't wish those feelings away because I do think it's what's part, it's part of what makes you well-rounded and able to show humility and grace. Um, but I that doesn't make it any easier when you're going through it. So who knows, these next few days between Christmas and the new year, maybe it's just the healing time we need. I am really wishing that in because With the new year coming in, I don't want to put too much weight on that bringing change because we've already been talking about change happening for a while, huh? We have all been talking about goal setting and deciding on aspirations we have and putting that energy and hard work 
out there to bring in what we want and deserve out of life. But I still do love the feeling of the renewed sense of optimism and energy with the new year. I don't know that I have it to a very high degree this year. Um, I think I'm just feeling a little bit burnt out with how much has been feeling nonstop on my plate. But I am excited for just continuing to grow. Like, not even in a woo-woo way of self-growth. Like, yes, I I want that self-growth, obviously. I'm always working on that and it's always important. But I had more of that stage, honestly, last year. Like, I would say the last half of 2022 and the first half of 2023, that, those felt like very, very deep inspection and big growth for me um, on more of my personal level. This, this go round, I'm really feeling the fire with growing my business and just more, not even necessarily the financial side of things. I mean, that definitely, I'm always opening my heart, my wallet, my Venmo to anybody who wants to contribute. (laughs) No, but I, of course, bring bring in the money. I work hard. I deserve it. But more so than that, I'm looking to really get right on the administration side of things in my life because one of the most overwhelming things of my adulthood for me personally has been stepping into the truly feeling clear, just clarity and confidence in operating as the administrator of my own life. Um, I always get done what needs to get done in terms of taxes, bills, all of that, but it I feel scatterbrained. I like, as you know, even with my daily planning and stuff, I like to feel like I have a digestible thing to accomplish in front of me. And the way that the administrative part of my life feels is like I tossed a ball of yarn for my kitties and let them play with that. Trapped in a small room for days and that was their only entertainment. That's the way my mind feels thinking of that stuff. Like picture if you're not understanding like the way I feel about this is as if there were so many notes like just sticky notes, pieces of paper, random loose bills, um, pieces of junk mail, um, who knows, a receipt from Target from two and a half years ago, uh, and just like a bunch of coins that are kind of rusty. Just all throw that all into a drawer and then also just some like random little like tags, who knows, some crumbs, like um, a used tissue and that that's shaken around in a drawer and that's what it feels like for me to consider the administrative stuff in my life. So it's 
only up from here, it feels like. Um, that being said, I know I'm already many steps in the right direction and that I probably do have a better hold on things than many, but for me, my feeble little mind needs as much organization as possible to thrive and succeed. So I'm trying to take a step up there, you know. Um, and then I'm not feeling, I'm not even, this isn't a goal setting episode, you guys. Just, just considering the new year and are people, like, is it a thing still that people are really, I guess, like, I guess people really do think, like, new year, new me, to a degree, some people do. I am, I'm somehow, like, I've floated down from that cloud. I know that the new me comes from the actual serious, dedicated goal setting like we have spoken about, especially in our goal setting episode. Um, I just unfortunately can't live in the fairy tale land of pretending that um, New Year's with popping bottles and sparkles um, and wearing lots of diamonds uh, and super high heels that that is the energy and the vibe that's going to bring the transformation. So, but if that's good for you, enjoy. Um, I wish you the best with your aspirations. You know something I've been thinking about in terms of the holiday spirit? It, it truly must be special. Like Christmas must be even more special for people who do keep the Christ in Christmas. I was not raised uh, with Christianity um, and have not adopted Christianity, but I think in so many ways it's so cool. I think there are very obvious problematic um, aspects of organized religion that whether you're in or out of a religion, part, part of one or not, I think we can all recognize there are problematic parts um, that I think a lot of people also are wanting to and are working on and changing. And that is by no means saying that everyone who's Christian practices it problematically. I absolutely don't think that. And I actually love that I feel like I've seen more people in my life and just in general that are really trying to conscientiously practice um, and develop their own belief system and are doing the important things like questioning and actually learning more about it and growing and not even just letting the preconceived or the ideas that were taught to them through childhood, like, be the overarching theme, they're actually like, no, I want to now take in and learn this stuff myself and be empowered in my belief system. So that's great. And I love Christmas. I've always been a Christmas girl. You know what I'm thinking about when it's March? I'm thinking about how many months till Christmas. I love this time of year. I I can't even explain it. I don't know. I've always loved this warm 
cozy feeling. I love gift giving. I love, fine. I do love the bouginess of such fire, beautiful decorations. I do love the feeling of people elevating their outfits and wardrobes and going to fun events where there are fire, beautiful charcuterie boards and lots of chocolate truffles and baked goods and shortbread. Like, yeah, it's pretty much just exactly the vibe. And again, I'm I'm lucky. I love Christmas with my family, but no offense, you guys, even without you, I love Christmas. I make that happy for me. I'm like, oh, look, my little donkey. Do you see there's a pine cone next to your foot? Oh, we're in the Christmas spirit together. You know, that is my vibe. But oh my gosh, keeping the Christ in Christmas, that must feel an extra dollop of magical. Like really having that deep belief too and um, acknowledging Jesus, that just must feel very cool and spiritual and like quite a connecting moment, hopefully for people. And on on the note of Christianity, you know what I've been thinking? I have for a while been interested and into the vibe of wearing a cross, like a cross necklace. I just think and I'm not saying any any single one. No. I I have my eye of course on specific crosses. Like I'm not do, do not perceive this as me saying, "Hey, I'm welcoming in anyone who hears this to give me a cross uh, for my next gift." No, no, no. <laughs> um thank you so much, but no thank you. I will decide if I end up going through with this, but I am loving the vibe of just a cool, like, obviously a chunky cross is very cool. Um, Like, am I being so crazy right now to be thinking it's Dolce & Gabbana that do the really cool crosses? Okay, well, they do. They definitely do. But what is the other... You guys, I don't know why I can't think of the name of the designer right now. And if you are a fashion girly out there, I'm sorry if you're yelling into your phone. Like, I know you know who I'm talking about. If you're a high fashion girly, the brand that has all the cool crosses. Hello, someone arrest me. I'm. It's not coming to mind. Um, But... Yeah, like wearing a little dope cross like that. I've been thinking about it. And do I want to culturally appropriate? No, typically not. But I'm feeling like if anyone's allowed to wear a cross, why shouldn't I be? I still grew up like tons of my family is Christian. It is clearly so deeply rooted into our culture here. And I'm like, you know what? It feels like if I want to rock that, why don't I? Like, I might as well. But there is a hesitance of sending the wrong vibe. Where again, this is no hate. If you wear a cross, guess what I think? Honestly, when I see someone wearing a cross, I'm like, that looks dope. Very cool. And 
you seem like, especially if I like someone, I'm like, yeah, you seem like the type of vibe that exactly is your cool and someone who loves Christ and that's always the best. Like, that's all we can ask for. Um, but I also do love, you know, my own little signaling of my beliefs and I don't really want to be sending the wrong message, particularly politically, um, or to, for example, my fellow queers. Um, I know sometimes what people wear does make a difference and people will think, you know, either who you're surrounded with or what you're wearing, etc. are things that can indicate who you are, what your beliefs are, etc. And that's, yeah, that's my thoughts. We'll see if I go through with it because part of it does feel a little bit disingenuous since I do not have, I don't hold those beliefs. So, who knows? Maybe it's a little weird and it's okay if you think that, but I don't know. I still think it's fire vibe. I saw some really cool ones when Riley and I were at the antique store that we told you about. We said we went to an antique shop when we were visiting my grandma and there were these really amazing Navajo crosses with big chunky turquoise and if it had been in my price range range, I might have sent it but it it wasn't um so who knows we'll see also can I just say how nice it would be to be like one of you I know plenty of you listening are probably not the biggest country music fans. You know, I shouldn't make I shouldn't make that judgment or jump to that conclusion. I'm going to assume that quite a bit of you like me quite enjoy country. But I know for sure some of you don't. Because people love to say music genres anything but country. Okay. You're really taking heavy metal over country? If you're just a girly like, I'm not saying no girlies like heavy metal. There's a time and a place. But really, the only one you don't like is country? Is it because of the men? Because we can all agree we don't like the men. That's the thing. It must be so easy for you to sit here and say that you don't like country and know that, that you're immediately off the hook politically not having to support some of these country artists. I, on the other hand, unfortunately, am quite the consumer of country music and I worry about my consumption of it sometimes because I'm like, dang it. Another classic case of support the art, not the artist. Um, there are some, some things being said, some things being done by some country artists that I in no way support, hint, hint, anti-trans rhetoric ever at all to any capacity. Um, and then I'm just thinking, chilling on a dirt road. And then I feel like I can't even enjoy it. And 
I don't know. These country artists need to clean up their act. And that is why we stand so firmly for the awesome country artists that are moving in the right direction and standing up for important causes. Like, this is a different kind of a country artist than the typical dirt road. But Casey Musgraves, forever stan, love forever, 100%. Honestly, if I had to get a portrait tattooed on me of somebody today, it may as well be Casey Musgraves. Like, yeah, I just love that woman. (sighs) I mean, then again, I'm like, so for those of you who say anything but country, so I can assume that you're into EDM? Like, are you into absolutely dirty, like, hard EDM? Just asking. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Ovs. I have a brother who eats that up. I can appreciate. Good for you. I'm not saying I've never rocked out to it, but I'm like, I'm just asking out of curiosity. Um, A song that I've absolutely been loving and playing on repeat. Like, ask Riley next time she's on the pod. Repeat. I've been like, no, just run that back. Like, she's like, what do you want to listen to now? Run that back. I want to listen to the same track again. Another Year by Phineas. I would think that a lot of you know Phineas is Billie Eilish's brother. It's just a beautiful, soft love song that isn't even, it's not super Christmassy. Like, I would listen to it. As long as it's wintertime, I would listen to this. Um, It's such just a good, beautiful vibe, in my opinion. And yeah, Phineas, you really did it with that one. Thank you so much. Speaking of, did you guys hear Billie Eilish on, it was SNL, right? I don't know. Uh, she, her singing um, is the most beautiful thing. I love it so much because what did she sing? What's the song called? I don't know. A Merry Christmas song. Ugh, it was to die for. Um, yeah. Did we ever talk on the pod about how she got kind of outed? That was a weird situation. Like, Billy's like, uh, yeah, mm, thanks for calling the most attention in the world to me being queer, as if the queers didn't already know. Um, thanks. Everyone who needed to know already did. And I would decide if the other people needed to know. I'm not throwing just hate on that reporter, but it is kind of like, really? You're, why push someone like that? Like, are you aware that it's still not a safe place in so many situations for queer people to exist? Um, yeah, unfortunately, there's still a lot of hate and violence. She lost, she lost thousands and thousands of followers. The moment that clip started circulating. 
So if that doesn't show you that there are plenty of homophobes, um, yeah, it's really sad and unfortunate, but obviously in this community of ours, we just need to keep putting out the good vibes and support because mm, not cool to draw attention to it when that person isn't intentionally doing so. Which she did, wearing her dope ass belt buckle. That was sick. Her belt buckle of two sexy ladies on, you know, love that vibe. Also, if you're a boy, don't even listen to this. This isn't about you unless you're queer. Um, anyway, the girlies who know the vibe, yes, obviously fire. Thank you. We, we've seen enough, Billy. We know. Thank you. You, and we're sorry that happened to you. Um, in other news, we have been having quite the eventful break or Christmas. I always call it a Christmas break. I can't help it. I don't know if I'll ever not say Christmas break. Like, even, of course, then hopefully in the future I get to have kids and then it will again be Christmas break. But I'm like, yeah, am I self-employed? Yes. Have I been working over this time? Yes, I actually have. But this is Christmas break, okay? Um, Pinkerton has been getting a little bit worked up. Um, You know, she's a two-year-old dog. She's a great girl. And I'm so proud of her for how she handles herself in so many situations. But this has been, it's been a lot. You know, there are a lot of people staying at my house and also so many people come in and out, in and out, in and out. Doors closing, doors opening, doorbell ringing, knocking, people, cars driving in and out, a ton of dogs walking by, you know, so it becomes a lot for anybody. Even the strongest soldiers sometimes get, even, even, <laughs> I am, <laughs> you guys, sorry, rewind. Even Pink, such a brave girl, you know, can get, can have her little limits tested when put in this kind of a situation because newsflash, Sean and I aren't having parties over at our house. I'm not saying we never, ever, ever host but it's not like friends are just coming in and out of our door. It is pretty much me and Sean. That's that's who goes to our house. And yeah, she doesn't have to tolerate lots of people coming in and out of our space hardly ever. So I'm just proud of her for being as great as she's been. But oh my gosh, she has been... I swear the little critters outside they know she's in there and they're like, yeah, you can't catch me. So outside of the window, they're running over the little snow. All these voles are running over the snow. She's been so, oh, this girl has some prey drive. She really does. Um, and she gets very aroused when she's seeing little tiny creatures running around. 
But I thought what was so cool that even though it was brought to my attention based on an extremely shrill series of barks, I looked out the window and there was a beautiful ermine. That's what I've been told they're called. If this is not what they're called, you can talk to Riley and my mom about this. They are the white version of a little ferret, I believe, because they turn white when it's the winter time for better camouflage. Oh my gosh, I saw that thing pop up. I was like, first of all, I see why you're barking. I can imagine that's like, uh, you're the same as the snow, but you're moving. Oh my gosh, this thing was so pretty. I felt so lucky to see that. People don't see them that often. And oh, it was so cute right out of my window. Um, so yeah, there's that. Then the squirrel. You're nice to see too, buddy. You really are. I think squirrels are super cool. They're really beautiful. A little less rare, you know. So I was, I was particularly taken aback by the beautiful little ermine. But I just think we need to give our pets more credit for what they endure in general and how much they're expected to manage. And especially when big changes are made like this, like it is a big deal for animals to go into a new space. I don't know if you can hear them wrestling, playing lions, but Fletcher, our family dog and Pinkerton are running up and down the stairs and playing lions. So just, just know that that's fun. They're, they love each other. Um, but yeah, I just think people put so much and I'm guilty of this too, but such high expectations on their pets. Like, come on, they are working hard for you. They want to please you in a lot of circumstances, but I think they are the true heroes of the holiday season. If you have pets and they are Even if you don't feel that they're extremely well behaved, if they are doing behaviors that make it available for you to be coming in and out, having big groups of people over, having dinner parties, like that is a feat and tell them, good job, you're a little miracle and thank you. And if they're struggling with that, remember, that is so normal. We have to work on managing our expectations of our little babies because it is a big responsibility for an animal to manage their own arousal, to navigate situations as it like what is expected by humans. They're not humans. They don't have the same moral code. They don't have the understanding of the way we want them to act. Like, they are their own beings and they don't, they didn't grow knowing, okay, my human wants this, this, and this. I should never do this to hurt their feelings or inconvenience them. So, we have to be giving them serious applause and just maybe get inspired to do a little bit of research if you're feeling lost 
about what to do with your animal in a given situation, especially in this, you know, these situations with so many people and new, maybe they're in a new environment or they're traveling. We can always keep learning, like just stay inspired to learn because you can always better your relationship and communication with your animal. And it really is empowering to make your own, make your dreams come true with your animal. Why not? You know, why not? You can do, you, there's so much to learn and so much to give. And there, in my opinion, you all know I'm a huge animal lover. So this may be different. Um, everyone has their own loves in life. For me, there is truly nothing more special and gratifying than learning to communicate effectively with your animals. And I'm always working on this and always improving and I have a long way to go. But it's great to feel like, wow, I see these tools I'm using working and she did an amazing job with these little kids right up in her face, etc, etc. Anywho, I think we might keep the episode around here today, this length. I'm glad that we were still able to catch up and oh my gosh, I am sure looking forward to having Riley back on next week. But I hope you all really have been able to put your feet up. Maybe you were able to take a bath. Maybe you sent some people in need some care with, you know, a little bit of money or any any sort of help. If not, don't worry. People need us still. So I'm not talking about any issue in particular, but do not feel compelled to do this or guilty, but say you got a little bit of Christmas money. I think that if you felt empowered to or inspired, you could always gift a little bit of that to someone in need. Um, I'm wishing you all the best. Have a lovely last few days of 2023. Thank you so much for being on this ride with myself and with Rye. We absolutely love having you around and could not feel more grateful. So let us know if there's anything you would like to see from us and the Q&R code this year. We would love to know. Comment on our Instagram post correlating to this episode and we'll be excited to see what you have to say. If anyone wants to share any traditions they've practiced in our comment section, let us know. Um, wishing you all the best. Enjoy some cookies if you can. Enjoy staying hydrated, being kind, loving, lovely, patient, boundary setting, and take those deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, a deep sigh. Ah, let that shiz go. You've got this. I'm proud of you way to keep on moving. Good luck with everything until we talk to you next. Bye!